practice today. Jordan Mason, hamstring won't practice. Ray Ray McLeod, rib won't practice. Eric Armstead, foot won't practice. Um, Spencer Burford, knee limited. Is Eric's foot injury something similar to what he dealt with last year? Uh, I'm not sure exactly. Yeah. I know it's his foot. Like, sir, how similar it is. You kind of want it to rain today, or are there provisions you're doing to prepare for what might be a pretty rainy game on Sunday? No, I don't want it to rain today. Um, and we'll deal with whatever happens Sunday, but I'd rather be dry out there today. And I don't want to take our team in the bubble. So um, enjoy being outside today. I'm not sure you even asked about this, but that, the Cleveland game definitely seemed to be some slippery stuff for Brock. Do you think there's any changes that you made there? Any preparation there? No, I mean, I, I, a wet ball is makes it harder on everybody. I think Brock. Um, I've had some guys who really struggle in the rain. I've been through some situations with Brock, not just the game, but practice. But I think he's as good as any quarterback I've had in rain. He's um, dealt with it a lot at Iowa State. Um, and I don't think there's much practicing in rain to doesn't get less slippery. So I'll we'll just try to have an efficient one today and deal with Sunday. You ever make your quarterbacks practice with a wet ball and practice? No. Uh-uh. No. Uh, it's usually like that from how sweaty you guys are, though, anyways. We're going to do like 10 live reps of it today. And I'll see if we have anybody left after it. Um, no, you don't practice it. It's, How do you prepare to, to deal with that? It's such a big part of their. You just you coach it up, tell them where we want guys and stuff. And um, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it, but we're going to talk about it, show it, and do as good as we can. What are the keys to stopping Jalen besides the, the brotherly show? What, he does so much else. Yeah, you want to try to keep him out of those situations first and foremost. I know it's possible to stop, but I think it's pretty proven that it's extremely hard. So you try to keep him out of those situations. And um, they do such a good job of balancing everything out with the dropbacks, the play actions, the RPOs, the quarterback run game, the regular run game. Uh, so it's, it's really impossible to stay ahead of them um, in terms of who has the chalk last. And they got a lot of answers in their run game and stuff, which could put him in some pretty good situations. So you got to be able to weather the storm when they get you. Um, let it be a first down and not a touchdown. Um, play very disciplined, very sound. And when you get your opportunity to make plays, you can't miss them. Dallas game being proud you were of how they stayed in the moment and didn't make it bigger than it was. Is that apply this week too? Yeah, I think it applies every week, but I think it's always tougher when um, the moment's a lot bigger outside of the building, um, just because obvious ramifications and the history, but um, that's the moment is exactly what it is every Sunday, and you got to make sure that's reality for our players. Does it you at all that you guys are the favorites going into this game? They're the home team. They, they've lost one game, but you're the favorites? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me, but I don't really know how that stuff works, so... Um, I don't really know why, but it is random. Uh, you guys had some interest in cornerbacks at the trade deadline. Does the way Ambry has played the last, I guess, three games make you feel any better about what you have back there in that situation? Uh, yeah, we just looked at opportunities that were available, but I think Ambry, he's gotten his opportunity here in the last month, and I thought he's done a good job throughout all of it, and I think he's gotten better each week, so I've been really happy with him um, and him being ready for this. and how he's improving as he goes about it, too. I guess a hallmark of his career is a little inconsistency. Like, you know, sometimes it looks like, well, he's arrived, you know, and then maybe takes a step back. Do you see something in him that would suggest 
maybe he's arrived, maybe it's clicked? Oh, I've seen him every day throughout this whole season. And I think even going back to training camp in this offseason, I think a lot clicked for him. Um, I think it's always tough. I go back to him a lot his first year. When guys get thrown in positions their first year and stuff because injuries and things are not quite ready for, and then they still have some success, I think it's always a little harder for the reality of the next year. And I think he hit that step back, but I thought talking about this last year, he learned so much, and you could see him this offseason, uh, how improved and how much more mature he was in terms of just day in and day out and consistent. And I know he hasn't got all his ops throughout the year, which could be frustrating, but that's what's been so cool about him is um, he never felt bad for himself or anything. He's just kept working like he did in camp, and that's why he's a better player each and every week. I can't say enough about Demo. I mean, Demo has been so good on the outside, and when we ask him to go inside, he goes in there and plays the exact same way. Um, wherever Demo stays at, um, he always gets really good at it, and we need him in both areas, which puts a lot of stress on him. But I can't tell you how happy I've been with his style of play, and I know we've had to switch him for some key situations, but um, he keeps getting better and better at those spots. How does he handle that during the week in terms of like his reps inside and out? Um, similar as everyone else's. I mean, you get a, you get half the plays at nickel as a starter, and our backup gets about half, and so or it's probably like four to two. So. What makes that such a difficult thing to do? Play outside on base downs and move inside. Just totally different positions. One's basically a linebacker, and the other one's a corner. Which is, and when I say that, I mean one's inside all the time, and the other one's usually outside. And there's just a lot of different combinations you can deal with. I mean, there's nothing different than a nickelback and a linebacker. If we take Juice, our fullback, and in the I formation, and we move him out to the slot, you'll watch Dre or Greenlaw go out with them. And that's exactly what a nickel is. If we took Juwan and brought him back to the eye, then you'd see our nickel playing inside linebacker. And so just the gaps and all the run stuff, and um, it's just a huge difference. Can you go back to last January at all, or do you just throw out whatever you were doing that game plan and start from scratch? You throw it out and start from scratch. I mean, you would if, if it's early in the year, but when you have this much tape, you don't like to watch what they were into last year, or we're just both different teams, um, different styles. You evolve all the time, and you evolve each week, and I think a lot of that stuff can, in my history, it hurts you more than it helps. What challenges do A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith Every challenge. I mean, they're both true number one receivers. They're both huge threats on the outside outside of the numbers in every route. They both can run a go route and a comeback. They both can run by you. They both can go up for it. Um, and when they can do that vertically and drop their hips, that's tough on the outside. And they also can run slants and go over the middle. So um, they're two of the um, better receivers in this league. Uh, last year, when you guys lost your quarterback, they ran it 44 times at you guys. The D-line got pushed around a little bit. What do you think about the way your defense looks, run defense-wise, on film? Um, I think we've, I don't think we've done a decent job this year. I think we're ranked-wise pretty good, um, but I really, I really think we've been going the right direction here these last few weeks, just getting better each week. And um, Philly's as big of a challenge stopping the run as anyone in the league, not just this year, but over the last few years. So um, we're ready for the challenge, excited for the challenge, and but it's definitely a challenge. Uh, I know you were impressed with Brock from the beginning, OTAs last season, and in the training camp, but in scout sessions, was there anything that stood out about him? Did you like say, okay, there's something happening here while he was running the scout team? Um, yeah, I mean, that's when, when guys, I mean, the same things that happened when he got three reps in OTAs, 
It's like you talk about it all day, and it's like, man, those three reps were pretty decisive and good and kept throughout training camp. And then you got them on scout team and you're doing other stuff. But at the end of the day, you're like, wow, did you see those couple plays that Brock made on scout team? And that's kind of how he's, that's why I've, it's always been the same with them. It was just everyone always, players, um, coaches, personnel guys, like everyone always had good things to say about him. But it was, how's it going to be when he gets in the game? And it's been just like it is in practice. Last year in the NFC Championship game, going back this year, is there any management mentally of potential trauma, not to be dramatic, but is there any of that with him or you don't worry about it? I don't think so. I mean, I'm not, no, I wouldn't think so at all. It's, I think all that stuff for guys when they have big injuries, I think once you, I think the first game, the first hit, things like that, um, they're a little bit vulnerable too with post-traumatic stress. But I think once you, they, they get through that stuff, I think it's over for the most part. Playing uh, Jalen Hurts on Scott team this week? Um, Sam Darnold, Brandon Allen. I had to think who our quarterbacks were for a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you too. Uh, is is uh, Eric Armstead, has he been, he and Hargrave played off each other better these last few weeks too? I mean, how has that tandem kind of developed over these 10 games so far? Yeah, I think they've played really well off each other. That's kind of what I've been trying to, I know our, our production, everything's gone up huge with our D-line. Um, that's kind of what I just mean by just the whole group has been doing really well together. Um, it's never just one guy, and it's been one guy a lot here and there, all different guys. But um, all of them collectively, I feel like, at the top of their game right now. Um, you go through ebb and flows throughout the year, and um, I feel like they've been at the top of their game the last couple of weeks, and you get better or worse. So hopefully we can get that, keep that going. Specifically about Hargrave, that's kind of jumped out? Um, I mean, I think Hargrave's, I think, I think he's been real consistent all year. I thought, you know, I think the, the game he struggled in the most was the Cincinnati game. And I think that he was a guy who looked like he needed rest more than anyone just at that time. And I think he got that. And I think he's looked the same as every other game since. Eric Harrison here uh, for the practice squad. He's got a lot of special teams experience. He's been a personal protector, I think, before. And is he an option for the Odom spot? And how significant is Odom's loss? That's a huge loss. I mean, George is one of the leaders on our team, um, one of the best players in the league to me on special teams. And Andy gives us great depth of safety because um, he was the next man up um, to help us out of safety, which already down with Huff. So losing on special teams is a big deal, and our depth of safety is a big deal. So that's stuff we do got to be creative with a little bit. Everyone does have an opportunity. Um, hopefully, we'll see how this practice week goes to who can help us out on special teams the most and who also do we feel comfortable with that safety um, in case there's injuries. Uh, when uh, you scored the touchdown, uh, the camera panned to your father in the end zone. He looked very pleased. He obviously was a great play schemer, play designer. Do you lean on him in any official capacity in big games like this to watch film or do anything and help you prepare? Um, I mean, I lean on my dad for a lot more just um, not real schematically or anything like that. He, he knows how much you got to put into that to give suggestions. I mean, anyone can give a suggestion if they watch one thing and that might be good for that one thing, but oh my God, it's going to screw you for the other things that you watch for three days. So um, it's, he's very careful with that stuff, but he's been through a lot and we're real close. So, I mean, I just, I get advice from him on everything. Mooney said he was traveling with DK, and it was your and John Lynch's you know, suggestion to the defensive staff that that happened. If that's accurate, is that unusual for John to, to weigh in on something like that? Um, I mean, John and I talk about everything, so it's not really like that. John just knew how I felt about something, and he just relayed something to me that um, I heard about. And so I just went and um, talked about it, and 
fixed it. Um, just that he wasn't sure if we were doing it every time, and which I understood why, and but I just wanted to talk about it, and that's I think it was overblown a little bit, but um, I had an opinion on how I wanted to start it out, and so I just shared that with some of the guys, and um, they agreed, and once Mooney was on board, it made it pretty easy. All right, thanks, guys.